I'm sort of a master of distraction. Fake crack beer. Hey, welcome back to Distraction, episode 63. And I was trying to talk the episode by myself, and no one can hear me, I guess. So I cracked my beer on, on the camera thing, and then I was talking, and then Owen locked the screen. Jordan was ignoring me. I'm like, what is going on right now? So you guys can hear me now. So I have my beer and my bun light ready to go. Um, and we have, like I said, Owen joining us tonight, our ad speaker, as well as everything to us. I start Swiss Army Knife. And we are here to talk about Halloween movies, the top five classic movies overall list, as well as Jordan has a new man crush, and that's pretty exciting what it is. So welcome on, Owen. Uh, always glad to have you on. This has to be, um, this might be into 10 appearances now. Maybe. I don't know. I've lost track. I, I wasn't even keeping track. I'm upset that you didn't open another beer. You would have had an excuse to have two beers. So that's true. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not going to get ahead of myself yet, but I hope I can get beer number two to make you guys proud again. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll record it later. We'll okay. get a gaffer. Don't worry, yeah. Timmy. We're proud of you. Oh, yeah, but no, perfect. So we're on for another spooky episode. Last week we did candy. This week we are going to focus on movies and kind of the Halloween theme of your top five classic Halloween movies you want to watch during this time. Um, I guess we'll get into specifics of what we what we mean by that later on, because I'm sure we're all confused a little bit, but we're going to get to it. So, first, we're going to talk about what we've been watching lately. Um, kind of get into that. So, we always start with our guests first. So, Owen, start us off. What's one thing that's been on your list lately? Uh, so, I've watched, since the last time we did this, I've only watched a couple of things. Uh, luckily, it was three. Uh, so the Challenger, uh, the Challenger disaster, it was like a, a limited series on Netflix. I think it was like five episodes, maybe more, it might've been six. Each was about an hour and it was about the, the Challenger flight disaster in, I think it was like the mid eighties. I don't remember the year, but it, it just kind of breaks down like everything leading up to it, kind of the behind the scenes, why it happened. And I liked it for several reasons. Like, I don't know, I, I think I think being an astronaut is probably the coolest job in possibly the world. I think it just, it's like the, the combination of like really, really smart technical brain. And you also have to be physically fit and like physically able to do it. So I think it's just like the ultimate human. I think it's awesome. But um, what I really like, what really resonated with me is they explain why it happened and how there were so many indications and there were so many people who were like, yeah, we really shouldn't do this. And, <laughs> Like all the engineers were like, you like when it gets cold, these O-rings, you know, they, they don't, they don't work so well. And like, they, they just kept you know, saying, Hey, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. And then sure enough, upper management, like always, they don't listen to it because they're just focused on deadlines and yeah, that happened. So I, I think it just goes to show if you have really smart people telling you not to do something, you should probably really think about it. And I don't know. Did you see it. the first episode of Space Force? Because he did not listen to his engineers, up, yeah. and he was right. Yeah, that, that that's a great show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. A show. And then I, I want think, to, for a second, really yeah. quick, when you said The Challenger, I thought you were going to be watching The Challenge on MTV, and I was going to be really proud of you because it's some great trash <laughs> TV, but The Challenger is probably a little more important, a little bit, uh, a little bit cooler, too, with astronaut shit. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> I enjoyed a lot. I don't. I don't know. The challenge on MTV sounds pretty, pretty radical, man. I don't know. How it might be. <laughs> Even I'd rather be a, a challenge contestant than an astronaut, maybe. Because astronaut, I, don't, I would not want to mess that up. I'd be scared. But saying you go, you went to the moon before, would be pretty cool too. It would be pretty cool. Yeah, freaking awesome. <laughs> exactly. So, what else has been on your list? You I watched. Story, so you get three. Uh, watched Evil season one. That's also on Netflix. I pretty much just watch shows on Netflix because that's really all I have. Is that old now, uh, Evil? I I think it came out. I think it came out like end of 2018 or might. No, it was 2019. At least like the, you know, that was the, at least when the last episode came out because that's it says 2019 on Netflix. But it's it's I'd say it's like a 7.8 out of 10. It's fine. Oh, it's good. Sure. It's yeah. it's really solid. It's uh the first. 
it, it had so, it, some episodes were like really really good like out of this world and then some of them were just like eh. some but it, it ends on a good cliffhanger a big picture it deals with demons and a lot of supernatural and sort of like combination of uh you know science yeah. and like disproving halloween stuff. like yeah disproving uh like the supernatural and then things that like can't be proved by science so it's a nice blend of everything and it gets i don't know it's very interesting that's all i can say and then so those are two uh shows that i've watched uh the only real movie i've watched since last time is one flew over the cuckoo's nest nice um yeah that is i I didn't really know anything about it and i just i like jack nicholson for the most part i think he's a really good actor and i i like most of the movies that he's in um it was really good and it's like it leaves you with like a sort of unsettling feeling because uh am i allowed to do spoilers it's It's a pretty old movie it's over nine years old but um effectively this guy his name is murphy jack nicholson main character he goes to this like mental institution and he's clearly not insane but like the system that he's in uh, all the drugs that they're trying to give him and like all like these rules that they're enforcing to him effectively, you know, kind of, they don't turn, um, by the end, like he gets a lobotomy done because like, they're like, Oh, like you're misbehaving. Like you're, you're going against the rules. And he's like, no, like you guys are having ridiculous rules. And he's just trying to like, kind of exist. And he ends up like turning into like this brain dead zombie, but he does ultimately get another guy released or like helps, helps another guy get out of there. So Um, it's really very very good movie a lot of good quotes a lot of good um, just very well paced very yeah. well paced I'd say yeah, top 10 movie of all time on IMDb I believe wow. is it really? oh mm-hmm. man I had I had no idea <laughs> no, I, had, no? I, I got lucky alright sweet yeah I think he won his, I think he won an Oscar for that um, I could be wrong but I believe it he did it was outstanding because I think he accepted actor. it with the entire like cast Oh. I don't know. I could be making things up right now, just dropping fake nudes all through. It sounded good to me, so I'm right? all for it. And nice. then, yeah, so on the Miles, but also on the Owens list, we both agreed, and also on the Jordan's list, actually. Uh, watched Trial of Chicago 7 this week after Jordan saw it. I wanted to get in on it. And I know Owen watched it too. Thought it was really well done. I didn't think it was, I, it flew by faster than I thought. I didn't think it was that long as it was going on. But I think it was just kind of invested in it, so I was uh, very happy with what I watched. Oh, and yeah, you think? I thought it was. I thought it was awesome. It was, um, you know, it was. It was like two and a half hours long, I think. And yeah. like Tim said, it did not. It did not feel that long. I don't think it was very. Like, there's some movies where they really just try to push like one political side against you, and I don't feel like they really did that. It was just kind of all right. Here's kind of what happened, and I, I really like how it ended. That's surprising that you didn't feel that because he. That's uh. I feel like I have the opposite opinion. I feel like he was very much trying to shove one side down your throat in that film. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, I'm not saying that you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just I just find it interesting that we had opposite takeaways from it. Yeah, but it, it was I liked how it ended a lot because <laughs> yeah, like that the, they're just trying to you know politicize the whole thing, and it, it was pretty much like they're going to find these guys guilty no matter what type of thing is what you find out and then at the end the guy's like oh you've you've been playing ball this whole time he's like if you basically if you continue to play ball i'll give you a less sentence he's like oh all right no spoilers on the movie that came out three weeks ago the biggest middle finger ever (laughs) go watch it it's very good yes and it's it's historically (laughs) well it's it's historical so i get that yeah you know yeah so we'll we'll skip over that now uh and i'll finish my list that i have i'll go over through them really quick watch borat one just get ready for borat two haven't seen borat one yet but i'll get it i'll get there soon enough uh, I, I watched enola holmes and that's with the um what's her name stranger things 11 11 <laughs> yes oh her real name 11 i forgot about that <laughs> right oh okay yeah, I thought She's it was got pretty one good. Name. I, I was bored at times, so I got like a little, little slow and in, in a couple parts here and there. But overall, it was a good movie. I was, I was it, happy. It's with a nice it. little family movie. 
Yeah, I, I don't like watching by myself. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have watched people for this, but uh, <laughs> it, is what, it is what it is. Um, I also watched The Mandalorian, finished that. And we actually had a talk with some friends yesterday who didn't like The Mandalorian. I actually liked it. I, well, I'm not actually, I think everyone, the popular opinion is that liked it. But uh, I thought the first like five or six episodes, like I said yesterday, was um, you're meeting new people the whole time, a lot of introductory stuff. Yep. Like six, seven, eight really puts it all the character development you saw <clears throat> into the episodes. And it kind of leads you, and now season two is coming out Friday and kind of leads you to a new season. So um, I'm very happy with, with what they did the last three episodes. But very much, I kind of got bored a little bit during the yeah, first Yeah, and fight. I think you can expect kind of what the last three ended with to kind of continue on in the new series or the new yeah. season. Because I think they were just trying to figure out what they were. Were they a serial adventure every week or were they an overarching story? And I think that people gravitated toward the overarching story. Yes, because a couple of friends stopped watching um, like during episode four or five. And they said, I just got bored of it. Stick yeah. it out to six, seven, eight. And then, then you can make a real opinion um, about if you liked it or not. That's my opinion on that. That's all I've been watching. I think actually that, well, I mean, it comes comes back Friday, so, um, but I do think part of what I like about The Mandalorian is it does have potential to be better. It definitely has not peaked. Like, it's not, like when we talked, like when the Emmy nominations came out, it's not, you know, best drama of the year kind of sh- yeah. show, but it has potential sure. to be pretty good if they, find the rhythm and the story that they want to tell and kick it into high gear. Yeah, um, no, I agree with that. So I watched uh, Borat 2, the Borat subsequent uh, movie film uh, that, Owen also, nice. that <laughs> Owen also did watch. Um, my goodness, man, that movie just has you shaking your head. Of the. Then I need to go back and watch Borat 1 like you did, Tim, because yeah. when I watched it, I was in high school. I don't think I was really paying attention to what a, they were doing. a lot of the political things and the stuff that he was pointing out, like you knew that some of the stuff he was pointing out was obnoxious, but you almost take it more of like a, like a jackass style where he's just like making fun of everybody instead of really yeah. pointing at what he's trying to say. So I kind of want to go back and watch one, but man, this, I can't believe how many people just say and do and follow along with just horrible crap that he says. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know what else to say. It's just, it's really an indictment on humanity. I, it's an indictment on him too, because like, just some of the things that he thinks of to do, I, it's like a thought you have for a second. You're like, ah, that that'd be funny, but never gonna do that. And he goes in front of like hundreds of, sometimes thousands, like thousands of people, and is just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do this and draw a big scene. Um, yeah, since it's new, no, I won't do any spoilers, yeah. but. <laughs> Biggest thing is I, you know, went in the mindset. I'm like, all right, it's it's a sequel that's you know over came out what 14 years ago the first one. So like, there's no way it's gonna be good or as good as the first one. And I was very surprised because I think it was just as good, if not better, in some ways than the first one. They kept all the same humor, which I really like, love and respect because I think a lot of movies are trying to go like, oh, we can't say these things or this is too like taboo and he like within the first five minutes you're like well nope <laughs> he's yeah. not listened to any of that i i, uh, I love the it. number of lawsuits he has already is just obnoxious <laughs> which awesome. i'm sure you could guess he's just being so, sued by so many people already yeah i i still i can't tell because are all those people just like, like random people like even like those two dudes he was living with for apparently a while are those like Actors or no, they just... they're real people. Um, because some of those people are in the lawsuit because they didn't know that they were being used in that manner. Um, it's hard to get into like who's suing without sp- maybe spoiling right. some of the jokes, but oof, yeah. And even if <laughs> even if you don't, even if you don't like, but for whatever reason, don't like the whole movie, it's pretty much all worth it just for the Rudy uh, Giuliani scene. Just it's about a little, a little, a uh, little over an hour in. I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'm sure you've seen memes about it already, so you can kind of guess. Yeah. Biggest takeaway: if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's free on Amazon. It is fantastic. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> on that note, we move on to the news. 
And now it's time for news. Of course, no one can see this news program, so it doesn't really matter what we say. And we're not talking about Huey Lewis in the news. But I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. We're talking about facts. You can't handle the truth! Okay, now it's time for some news. Uh, we got some casting news. Uh, start with Oscar Isaac is in talks for the Moon Knight Disney Plus series. That is a Marvel character. Uh, we can get into that. Uh, Adam Sandler has been cast to play in the lead in a sci-fi drama on Netflix from the Chernobyl director based on the novel Spaceman of Bohemia. Um, Betty Mittler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and... Kathy, I can't pronounce your last name, are going to return for Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney+. Plus. Uh, saved, we have trailers for Saved by the Bell reboot on Peacock and The Midnight Sky. Owen, I'll start with you. Do you want to talk about any of these? Um, no. I'm, no. <laughs> no. No, I, no, I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, the Hocus Pocus 2, I'm basic bitch at heart. So <laughs> I, I want to I see what happens. To the the Sanford sisters. <laughs> uh, that's really all I have to say. What, what, is, what is that going to come out like in a year? Like next Halloween, I guess. You know, a good person who would have wrote this document and found that news would have looked that up for you. But uh, I'm not gonna. That'd be my guess. I'm Tim. excited for it. I wish yeah. it wasn't on Disney Plus, because uh, you know. But uh, I'll find a way to watch it. Uh, and then the Adam Sandler oh. one. So that one. That won't pique my interest. Just because I, I figured, as soon as I saw Chernobyl, I'm like, I'm gonna pull this news for Owen. Yeah, I, so I part of it, part of that scares me because they're like, oh, this was this director did this, which is really good. So maybe this will distract you from this piece of shit movie. But um, <laughs> I mean, when I, when Sandler goes serious, it's not usually that, a piece that, of shit. That, that's what I was getting getting towards. Because uh, what, what was that last movie he did with the, the Uncut Jules? Gems? Uncut Gems. That was I was. That was probably the most stress-inducing movie I've ever watched in my entire life. The whole time, you're just like, yeah, what the like, fuck? Why? Yeah, it's like, why am I feeling so? I'm like, I'm about to have a freaking panic attack. What is going on? <laughs> it, it was just really well done, uh, and I thought Kevin Garnett was surprisingly a pretty good actor. Yeah, no, he was awesome. Uh, so, to yeah, add some, it, some context to this book, supposedly the novel is based on um, an astronaut that is sent. This is in the future. He's sent to the other side of the galaxy to collect some sort of dust. Um, and when he's there, he starts hearing voices about some, about how to protect earth and correct the mistakes that have been made. Um, come to find out that the voice is actually coming from a beast that's in the spaceship. So it sounds kind of like one of those horror sci-fi films, but, uh, I don't know. Spooky. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I wanted to get to, um, Jordan's new man crush, Oscar Isaac. So it's Jordan, only when, new in your eyes. What? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so Jordan, when when you went to the news, like, oh, we have Oscar Isaac in a new movie. Uh, well, we might talk about that. It was like when Ben Wyatt talks about Pizzo or uh, yeah, Calzones. Like, that's no big deal. Like, I just make Calzones. It's cool. Like, okay, well, well it's also that. Marvel. So give me that too. But okay, so yeah, you have the hard eyes for this this role. At least, what do you think of Oscar Isaac? Uh, so to, so since nobody knows who the hell Moon Knight is, he's kind of a little bit more of an obscure Marvel character. Basically, he's a mix between Deadpool and Batman. Um, so he's a wisecracking lunatic, um, but he plays more of like the darker, like casts in the shadows kind of Batman-esque. Yeah. Um, but he's completely insane. Uh, he the way he gets his powers is very weird. I don't know if they'll keep that. He's I guess he gets them in Egypt by messing with some tomb and he's cursed or whatever. Um, but basically, the guy's just a nut job and he's a psychopath. Um, so <laughs> it might the, be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean that's okay. kind of like Deadpool, right? He, that guy's a nut job, um, but in a fun way. So this he's supposed to be a little bit more dark. I guess almost more a little bit toward Rorschach, but kind of funny there you'll see some stuff if you google moon knight there's clips of like some of the comic books where he's where he calls up the avengers and he's like tell dracula give me my motherfucking money and spider-man's like uh dracula's not an avenger and then (laughs) moon knight's like that lying son of a bitch 
Like it's just stupid. So I don't know. Gotcha. It's an interesting yeah. role, and I'm kind of I want to see how it it plays into the Marvel universe because they said these these independent Marvel se- series on Disney Plus will ultimately play a larger role in the movies. Um, so you'll see some crossover. And Oscar Isaac's just a great actor. I mean, if you've seen it, like yeah. Star Wars, they kind of wasted his talent. But if you've seen anything else he's in, he's really great, and he can play. A lot of diverse roles, so it's hard not to be excited when someone of talent joins in a in a new character like that, especially yes. a character so weird as Moon Knight. So, are you more are, like uh, are you more in favor as your crush Ryan Reynolds or Oscar Isaac? Well, as you could tell, I couldn't get into a conversation about somebody else without bringing up Ryan Reynolds. So, I think we'll, just, <laughs> well, we'll set the default back. Great point. Great point. <laughs> Jordan Jordan prefers established men. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's exactly. be real so, here. That was all I needed to say. Um, Saved by the Bell didn't need to be done, but it's happening, I guess. So, yeah. I, I was never a fan. Let's move yeah, on. So, yeah. And we welcome back to our discussion. And thank you very much for that ad, Owen or Jordan. I don't know who it is, but um, I know someone does the ads here, and it's usually Owen. So, thank you, Owen, for that. Uh, happy to help. That was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll get it one of these times. Um, so and I, was, I was about to say I'll, I'll do an ad one time, but I don't really want to. Owen's I know you don't. I've never asked you because you don't want yeah. to do it. No. I love the voice for it. You guys have better voices than me. Oh, uh, jeez. Yeah, I just got to get Owen a you, microphone. You have a terrific voice. Stop it. Uh, it's it's average. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into our discussion now. So we are going over a collaborative list. So we're working as a team here on the top five movies you want to watch during Halloween. I don't. We didn't specify if you want to make them like ask like Halloween theme to it, or it just it just can be scary and you want to watch it during Halloween time. I think it's like. That's that's your decision, right? So yeah. if you were going to set a Halloween tradition or an October tradition, like, ooh, it's spooky season. Let's just go get our um, pumpkin spice lattes and watch a movie. What are yeah. you going to turn on? So, like, okay. let's let's do our countdown of top five. So, you know, for you, it could be, you know, Human Centipede. And for <laughs> me, it could be, you know... Hocus Pocus. Who knows? Or, like, or what's the new one? Hubie's Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh... It's a must-watch every year. If, if that's on your list, then... Uh... Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not. So I guess it's going to be hard because this part's always hard to kind of get ourselves started without naming the number one right now. I think there's a few obvious the top spots. One I want to mention... So last just- time we did make the mistake of going 10 to 1, I think we need to flip it. We need to go 1 and count all the way down to 10. Okay. Or to so, five, sorry, because yeah, I don't think so we So I 10. think one that we talked about that's going to be way up there is going to be Hocus Pocus. I think this is one of the more classic ones that should go viral online too, as well as it's on, it's easy to watch on Disney plus right now. But I think that's one of the top two or three on this list. Um, Hocus Pocus. I'm willing to, I, I personally really hate Hocus Pocus, but I understand the cultural significance to it and the number of people that actually really enjoy it, that I'm not going to argue it being very high on this list. Because I feel I'm like it encompasses everything that I was trying to get at for this idea. I'm interested as to like, to hear why you don't like it. I'm excited. Well, I'll say this really quick too before we get farther. I watched it again today because I, I somewhat like forgot about it a little bit here and there. I don't watch it every year on Halloween or any of this time, but it was good to rewatch it to see if it still held up. And I still enjoyed it. Like it's still it a good storyline, and like it it. It's fine. It's still cheesy at the beginning a lot of times, like, but that's like a lot of movies still, so I'm not surprised by anything like that. So I still enjoyed it. I think it's one of those movies like Space Jam where if you didn't watch it when you were young enough, then it's it's just very weird. And you kind of miss the jokes because everybody's hyped it up, which was me. I didn't really watch it much when I was a kid. I may have seen it once, but I watched it once only, yeah. That's why I watched it. I don't know. I watched it again. I'm like, this is so cheesy and terrible acting and so, like, obvious of everything that's about to happen. Like, I couldn't get into it. I don't know. But I understand that other people love it. I feel you there. No, for me, it just gets you more. It's, like, the most Halloween movie, like, where it gets you in the spirit. It's, like, literally takes place on Halloween day. It's got, it deals with 
Yeah, which is even brings in the devil for a little right. bit there. Yeah. Um, and just show, showing people trick-or-treating. There's pumpkins everywhere. I know it gives you the spirit, and I know it's – I enjoy yeah. it. Perfect. So, um, Jordan, do you want to name one of your, like, top three or four, or I guess top three that are on your list? That So I'm going to throw out um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's nice. one that I feel like has to be watched. I never yeah. got those movies. Never the Tim Burton stuff. Oh. Uh, I'm up, I'm upset that you thought of that, not me. Uh, Dirty I, yeah. Dirty Dan would be very upset with you, Tim. I know I've, this has been mentioned before. I I just I don't know why I never got into. It. I just, I can't and I won't. I'm okay. stubborn. That's fair. Is it because have, have you tried? Have you watched it? Have you tried to watch it? Or you I've watched. Like, yes, I've I've like seen like it, but I haven't seen the full thing. Like I just don't. It just bored me. Is it the is it the is it the fact that it's like a musical? Yeah, the musical, the the, the things. It's, it's not me. I feel like if if you've then gotten What's this? if you've gotten used to like Tim Burton, like post this, and you've seen some of his other stuff, that movie maybe doesn't necessarily do it for you, knowing his style. But I feel like growing up, it was just such a unique thing to have those really creepy puppets and everything. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I, I liked it. It's got some of the best movie songs of all time. They just get stuck in your head. And it, it creates a really good, like, weird, creepy, Halloween-esque like, environment throughout. And, I don't know, there's shirts everywhere for it. Like, you go to, oh, God, what's that place that all the skateboarders go to? Hot, hot Topic. Hot Topic. There's so many. <laughs> hot Topic. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. You can find so many shirts still. It's really right. cool, Tim. Get on board. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So what, um, what would be your pitch for a number one then, Tim? Oh, you're going back to me? Okay. Well, I mean, um, me and Owen have both brought one up. Let's let's see. If... Yeah. That's not true. I actually brought a Pocus Pocus. But Did you? All right, I... fine. Then shut up. Owen, what do you got? <laughs> uh, there, there's a bunch. Um, Pocus Pocus. I, I, I'm a, yeah. Okay, The Shining. I'd say The Shining. Okay, so um, very left turn. Yeah, I like the shining just once again with Jack Nicholson. But it's uh, I think it's probably of all Stephen King's books that were adapted, it's probably probably the best one, or at least like top three that come to mind. Yeah, uh, it's it, I think it's better than the actual book. Uh, Stanley Kubrick is just a really really good director, and I think. Uh, fun fact. So, you know the scene where he's, you know, you see that the whole time he's been typing, he's just been typing. I'll work in no play, makes jacket dull boy. Stanley Kubrick made like his ed, like, the secretary or something, like physically like, type those all up with an actual <laughs> printer. And not only did he do it just in English, he did it for like the German version, the Spanish, like, every, like Italian, every single other one. So that way it would like, have the same effect. Kubrick is and such a weird director, man. He, he is a very weird director. And he basically, like, uh, not tortured. Uh, I, he, in a way. What's her yeah. name? What's her name? Scared the, the, the actress. Yeah, scared the shit out Shelley of Shelly something. Yeah, because he's like you, like, you suck. Like, you're bringing this film down. And he was just, like, every day, like, trying to get more and more out of her. And... I don't know, that's a really good movie. <laughs> so yeah. I guess it worked. I feel bad for her, but yeah. <laughs> I I had this on my notables only for the fact so I think it's one of the top movies, but I also don't really want to rewatch it every year. It's not one of those like I just want to turn on over and over again. That's why I didn't have it on my list, but it is still a really good movie. So I don't I didn't know how to I was confused how to like rank mine because yeah. weird list, but Right. Uh, and I'd accept that argument of being like not a not a tradition movie as as far as it is a, a good halloween movie yes correct but I, I i would make it if it was in the on the top five list we had i wouldn't be um i wouldn't care i'd be, I'd be okay with it but right uh, really quick i wanted the i wanted since jordan didn't think i recommended one <laughs> i also put scream uh scream was one, uh, of the first, nice. like, one of the first movies i really remember watching like i think it's from like 12 years old maybe like not 12 like maybe i came out i think when i was like seven but i feel like I watched it when i was like 10 years old and really got into it from there and it really sticks like the the characters and everything throughout the whole movie and i remember those characters even to today so it's more sticks out to me as a watchable movie more than like the shining would sure that case. yeah it's got a little bit i think more rewatchability mm-hmm. um 
where sometimes some of those depressing or scary movies, they're not, you need some break in between so that the, yeah, I agree with the rewatchability screen, yeah. especially like from the beginning all the way to the end. Oh, outstanding. And it, oh, it's got one of the best twists in just movies, period, but definitely like scary movies, probably <laughs> yeah. one of the better no. twists. And they oh, made yeah. a bunch of scary movies about it too. Let's, well, the Scream Mask. So, yeah, Scream I think Mask it's a, like, t- I think it's a TV show on MTV. Your favorite, your favorite station. <laughs> yes, it is my. It's not my favorite. It's one TV. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I wanted to also really get into more of a traditional Halloween movie, and I guess like the, the bring up the like categories of like the Freddy Krueger, um, Jason Voorhees kind of stuff. Like I put. Freddy vs. Jason on my list, my top five. I know it's not going to be on the top five of, of any of you guys, I'm pretty sure, because it's just like one of those, like, even when I looked up the uh, Freddy Krueger, like, and Jason movies, like, ranked, it's like number five out of nine or five out of 13 each time. I don't know why, it just, it's on my list to watch. I think it's just cool seeing them together sometimes. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it was just average. I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen any of those. That's fair. I just haven't. I don't watch a lot of scary movies unless they're like critically acclaimed scary movies. Yeah. I just, I don't Freddy know. Freddy vs. Jason stuck out to me just because you're seeing those two clash, like those two together were like magic. So that's when I remember I've watched some of the um, other ones, like for the Friday the 13th and, and the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street more. And I, I have it in my top five for that as well. But I didn't have any of the Jason Forey's movies in my top five except for Freddy vs. Jason. Fair. Uh, so I'm going to throw out one that's maybe a little bit more of a, a basic, you know, basic hey. Halloween movie. Yeah, I was going to say basic bitch, but I'm like, is it though? <laughs> um, I was going to say Ghostbusters. Just it just yep. is a very fun, you know, movie about ghosts. I, how it's just a perfect like sit down kind of light Halloween feel. Um, I agree. Definitely more of a basic bitch movie. Which, which one? The first one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying the remake wasn't as good? I'm saying the remake. <laughs> the remake was not as good. It's not to the oh, fault okay. of the actresses. It was just not as well written and not as well directed. Yes. Yeah, true. Right? And it helps when you can be that that Halloween movie creates Halloween costumes like Scream Mask, got yes. the Ghostbusters. That's like a that. very fair argument. Like if you, <laughs> if you inspire people to dress up like that for i think that should definitely be part of our evaluation process freddy krueger and jason those are masks that everyone uses still today probably maybe a little less than before but they still use it techno king um dexter i'm trying to think of all the things that i've seen owen dress up as (laughs) (laughs) owen owen's always got like the most unique costumes that he was Dexter before anybody knew what the hell Dexter was. <laughs> I know. He's I just running around. Was, he's just running around in that, I, that I shirt. Heisenberg. And everybody's like, what the hell are you? Like, who is that? I was Heisenberg. Right before Breaking Bad got big. I'm just, I guess my Halloween costumes are just hipster, I guess. So. <laughs> I, was, I was doing it before it was cool. I'm Matthew McConaughey. He was. I don't, yeah, he was a very I, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm like, oh, everyone's got to watch this show. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Who so, are you supposed to be in your pajamas, Owen? <laughs> not. This is what I kill people yeah. in. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So, Jordan, I think you're up for a recommendation now. So I, I just it. put out uh, Ghostbusters. Oh wow. See, me, Jordan, me, and you are not on the same page. We keep calling each other out to do one. <laughs> one, just one. So, Owen, let's. Oh, did you know Owen's here? Turn for sure. <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, so, I was when I was filling this out, I was thinking like my favorite, like. Halloween slash like scary movies. Uh, so I don't think this is again not a traditional Halloween movie, but I really like Sinister. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I think it's I think only the second one's on Netflix now, but I think the reason that I really like that one is I remember I initially saw it with one of my brothers, like in the movie theaters, whenever it first came out. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it was like so like the first time I saw it, it was like, so I was so into it. And so was he. And like, I, it was like one of the late showings. So we didn't get out of the movie theater until like one in the morning. And it was like just pitch black in the, in the parking lot. I mean, my brother was just like, yo, let's run to the car. Cause <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were terrified. Um, I really like think that I remember most about Sinister is they use like the super eight film 
and they, the guy just keeps finding like all these tapes of these very gruesome, sinister like murders, and it's always someone filming it. I think that's what like freaked me out the most. And then you see, uh, I think it's Mr. Boogie is his name. And like when you first see his face, the way they do it, it's just like, oh my god, that's fucking terrifying. So. I, like I think that. it's really I good. I haven't seen it, so uh, I take your word for it. So I, I couldn't put it in my top five, unfortunately. But you explained it very well, so I was happy with that. Um, I wanted to mention more of a – because I think all of our choices are very old school. I think scary that says something about scary movies not being the same as they used to be, not the same the kind of it factor for scary movies. Um, so I want to at least mention Get Out. I think that one's very rewatchable now. I think it's still – has a good storyline to today, like even I think five, six years later with the movie. And I, I probably watched it three or four times. So sure. that's one of the more rewatchable ones and it's good for spooky time. Still. I don't think us was as good. So I, if I was going to rank one top five out of those kind of two or so, I would rank get out of my top five list. Probably top, top four. I would say for sure for me. Yeah. I mean, you have two major horror film directors going right now peel being one of them and blumhouse being the other but um i just obviously didn't go down that path one because we all had different ideas of what this was going to be because <laughs> yes. when i text one thing without a lot of detail everybody has their own opinion but regardless yeah, on whether or not i put a lot of detail or not um the three of us always seem to be confused when it comes to the topic anyway um That's what makes it fun. <laughs> So I'm just going to rattle off like a couple Ooh, more be because a, my, be our, our new podcast named distracted and confused. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that fits. Um, so the other ones, I'm, I'm just going to rattle off like three of them just so that you kind of okay. get more of the vibe that, cause I, I went a little different direction cause I didn't go down the scary. Um, another Tim Burton that you'll like uh, Beetlejuice, which is very yep, Halloween esque um, Casper. Um, yep, that was I one I used to watch a lot as a kid around, uh, Halloween, and then the Adams Family is a nice, a nice traditional one. That again, you know, you dress up like Wednesday Adams and Uncle Fester and all that stuff. You know, yeah. I feel like Casper is the same version of the Christmas Story for Christmas. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It's like the, the, the feel good movie. Maybe yeah. not the same, not the best comparison, but it's. Maybe like an elf kind of thing. Elf yeah, so you could you could definitely see that I went down the you know, more family friendly kind of. Yeah, that Halloween makes more sense. Rewatchable, yes, absolutely. Ba- basic pitch uh, Halloween movies. Yeah. So, if you guys want to rattle off a couple more, then maybe we can start uh, debating on what order we put our distraction well, top five. I want to mention one, Owen. Sorry for kind of jumping on your own own Owens. Uh, Owens. <laughs> I am going to say, like, I thought it was interesting, Harry Potter choice. I think that's what Jordan was saying, we're all kind of different answers. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what made you put Harry Potter on your list? When Harry of- Potter, specifically the Prisoner of Azkaban, I think that's the, like, the creepiest one. I think Guillermo del Toro did that one. Uh, for whatever reason, it seems to be like a tradition with Melinda and I. I think the last two Halloweens, we just, we've watched it. It's, it's, it's creepy. I mean, Harry Potter, just in general, I feel, is around... Sure, Late witches and wizards. Yeah, winter time. Yeah, it's it like sense. hey, we're we're home. We want to, you know. For some reason, watch. that ends up being something we watch in like December, like around Christmas. And I don't know why it is. I think that's just maybe when the new movies always came out. They were always in December. Um, but that seems that to be more just, of a yeah. It's one of those like hey, we it's been a year or two. It's, let's let's watch this. You're cold. There's nothing else to do. Right. So, that's yeah. That's I, good. I, I think that's part of it. And Prisoner of Azkaban is probably. Besides maybe the last one, it's probably the best one in my opinion. Both yeah. both the book and and this. So and it was also just like the creepiest. And it, I think there's like big there's like pumpkins in it. I remember there there is some like <laughs> there you like, go Halloween esque. Oh, they're witches and wizards. You got it. There's ghouls. Uh, yeah, witches and wizards and ghouls. Oh my! Don't even oh my. worry about it. You you got it. Yeah. That one. And then the only other one I put on here uh, was. Uh, I initially put uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I saw that this was <laughs> that was this was going down a different road. So Final Destination, <laughs> like pretty much, I like the I think it's the second one, the one with the the log truck uh, that causes like the crazy big accident. Oh yeah, everyone I, I, ever that, watched them. I every time I'm seeing like a log truck on the highway, I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> I'm like I, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> because of that movie. So it's really good. I think we're at a point now where we're kind of 
have to kind of vouch for a fiver that don't think you don't think should be top four, but one on your list still. I would say the ones that I would probably kind of vouch for five is Nightmare on Elm Street, the 1984 version. Um, just to give Freddy Krueger some love, I mean, sure. I think that's an important one, or something like Get Out, or because this kind of is a new kind of style of scary. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind on a list. It seems like it's not on either of your lists. So those are the kind of two I would vouch for for a five spot. If so, me personally, I would I would go with Nightmare on Elm Street ahead of Get Out for the sake of um, you know maybe because it is a little bit older. You have developed a tradition around it of people do watch that around this time, and it is yeah. one of the thing that people would dress up for on Halloween. And Get Out doesn't necessarily offer that or are we doing one first you said we're doing backwards order right i said backward but you started going down that path so i just let you sorry let's just do it so i think number one should either be scream or hocus pocus i agree i'm good with hocus pocus i understand it i understand the appeal yeah okay i'd say yeah hocus pocus is one and i know we're making some old person mad right now like it's clearly nightmare of elm street uh but (laughs) It's I'd not say, our target oh, audience. It's what? just our biggest audience. <laughs> <laughs> I say, yeah, Hocus Pocus one, and then I really like Scream as as number two. Jordan, uh, is there one that you would want a two that we didn't say? I mean, I would argue Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I agree. I, I concur with Jordan. Really, I okay. think the, yeah, I think the, a, the average right here. I I don't want that as my my two. Why? I, it's I'm not less, two. It's it's three. Oh, is it? Oh, we, yeah. did, we already said Scream is two. I thought Jordan was going to make a. Oh argument. no, because you said yeah. You you asked and yeah. Okay, that was uh, confusing. But uh, sure, that's fine. Three, as long as it is is high up there. I'm it was fine funny, with it. and I understand. And again, I haven't seen Scream. I don't know why. I just never did. When we did, when we did the <sighs> Judd Apatow, when we when we did the Judd Apatow top ten rankings of his movies, I remember we got criticism because pineapple express was way too low and i could only negotiate so much with jordan to get it to like six like i wanted to be like top three i wanted to be number one but jordan got me to put it like six and and dan uh gambling dan was like how is pineapple express so long like thank you i just couldn't negotiate with jordan though well okay so since then (laughs) i did go back and watch the first half of it the first half is just lovely it's so Bill good. Bill Hader at the beginning. The Bill Hader intro is one of yes. the funnier intros of a movie. Like it's really funny, but I do believe it falls off. Like after about three quarters yeah. of the way through, it's not as funny at all. And they just either way, I'm, you've been easy to work with for this negotiation with Hocus Pocus. Oh, and this is off topic, but kind of on topic. Um, tonight during a recording, we're kind of missing it, but um, Superbad was having like a reunion right now. Um, so they're all getting together and rewatching like a live rewatch of Superbad, like all of the cast. So I'm sure it'll be oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to watch that when this is over. So if you're listening to this now, it's over. So maybe go find it. <laughs> yeah, go watch it. We'll let you know what we know. So perfect. So I think we're all in agreement. So that was the tough part, four and five. I think we all had different answers. So I guess Owen, I'll start with you. What are what are two movies you kind of want to vouch for on those last two spots that you think have a chance to make it? Uh, I think The Shining should at least be like number five. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, I like that Jordan brought up Casper. I guess it it is a really just just delightful movie, and it does get you in that spirit. Um, oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think I think Casper Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters maybe. I think I, between Casper and Ghostbusters, we can get one of those. Casper between Casper, Beetlejuice, and Ghostbusters, I think one of those should be on there. I agree, I agree, and I think our next decision would be The Shining or Friday and El- or Nightmare on Elm Street. I think those. I mean, we, we can just get rid of. We can just get rid of The Shining. It doesn't have to be in the top five. I think it's by far the best movie of any of these. Yeah, but it and doesn't obviously we're not debating any. that. Yeah, because like you know when we we talk about Christmas movies, we we weren't debating, you know, their Emmy nomination merit. We, oh, yeah. It was more of the, uh, you know, the traditional. No, I, I totally like. That's why I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, trying a great movie, but yeah. it's definitely like you don't think. Okay, Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters, or Casper. Or Casper. Yeah, Jordan, mm-hmm. what do you think about those three? Which one would you pick out of those three? Um, I think Beetlejuice is like a lesser version. Not like it's a lesser Tim Burton movie. Um, whereas Be- Ghostbusters is a very unique film. 
and I just think it's such a fun thing to watch during this time of year. Yeah, yeah. I, I say Ghostbusters. I agree. Uh, say my vote was going to be for Casper just because our confusing category of rewatchable. I feel like I would put out a movie like with like my niece and nephews with with Casper. Yeah, very easy. Where Ghostbusters, you might have to be in a better, a, a different mood to be in. While Casper can just be jolted uh, Where I feel so, like the the counter argument to what I would say would be that you can watch Ghostbusters any time of year. Whereas, like, Casper is definitely a October spooky season watch. Yeah. Okay, so, are we, or, Owen, I guess I would like yes. you to break the tiebreaker. Casper or Ghostbuster? after hearing both arguments. So, this is specifically for Halloween time. I'll say Casper's four. No disrespect to <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters five. Yeah. Just simply because Casper's, like, like Jordan said, it's like well, specifically no, for right around this time. Now, now we're between no now Ghostbusters in a battle between Nightmare and Elm Street and Ghostbusters. Oh God! I mean, I'll be honest. I, I've never seen Nightmare on, on Elm Street. Yeah, you, you, that's unfortunate because I have not either. So we don't have a really, a really good counter argument. Yeah, to you. okay, that's that's fair. I guess we. Can, I I want that as I want that on the record as six then because I think that okay. that like, that has so much of a Halloween vibe more than. Ghostbusters does, but like I said, it's Ghostbusters. The Halloween costumes for it, it sticks out as a movie to watch now. I agree. I kind of what Jordan said. He watches it year round. I more agree with that more than Halloween for that. But yeah, um, and when Freddy Krueger's more, it's Halloween or bust. Like if you don't watch it in Halloween time, you're just not watching the right way. So would you would you pop that on every year? Like around you know, say it's spooky season. Is that a, is that a movie that you're pulling out or you're thinking like, hey, I'm going to see if this is on the fire stick. No, I wouldn't do that. I would if I saw it on like an AMC really quick, I'd probably turn it on to watch like the last quarter of the movie or something like that. But I wouldn't turn like a lot of these movies. I, I don't do it with maybe. So what is out. what is like get out? So like if somebody was like legitimate, like you're on a date and you want like a, the very like fall like spooky season feel. Like what's the movie you're turning on? Get out. I think that honestly is because it is like a newer movie that kind yeah. of it's more in time in the times of now like old movies scary movies can get a little of it i guess yeah not, and uh, i guess I, my so. counter on that is i don't really get a halloween vibe from it. it is you know a scary movie but i i think i'd watch hocus pocus if this is let's just say it's a date it's where it's it is bachelor at night so i'll say date <laughs> night. i'm yeah. watching probably get out hocus pocus and that's about it i think yeah okay Owen? Maybe just one random scary movie. We already know that Prisoner of Azkaban would be one of them. What else would you would you turn on for a traditional spooky night? <laughs> I like no, nothing like these. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I mean, I, I like fair. much more. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, hey, we don't really have a lot of scary movies on this. So if you ultimately decide that that is like it needs like another one of these then I'm not. Let, I'm not going to let Ghostbusters stand in the way for a movie that I could watch any time of year. And once again, we we have to state that we this are the these are the top five most rewatchable movies during this time. So we're not right. like the Shining not be on the list is not saying it's not a top oh. five movie. It's just not on the list right now for this rewatchable category we're doing. So that's what I want to preface for the fans that are listening, um, because that's what we're doing. I'd I'd still say Ghostbusters above Nightmare on Elm Street personally. It's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with that. Based on the rewatchable thing, it, it totally makes sense. So um, we're here to we're we're a team, guys, and so we're only strong as our weakest link. So we got to make sure we're strong. So I think that kind of wraps it up. So I think that's a good list. We have one Hocus Pocus, two Scream, three Nightmare Before Christmas, four Casper, and five Ghostbusters, with the notables being The Shining, Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's about it for the second yeah, set. Yeah. You know, I think it's funny. We we didn't have Halloween in our top, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our top five I, I, I Halloween movies. I had it on my list, but it did, yeah, it didn't cut it. Yeah, we, it's, we have our own style. Everyone has their own style. Tweet distraction at distraction pod if you want to tell us what your top five most rewatchable are. We should start tweeting again. That would be fun. Yeah, remember when I said I was going to do that that poll with that? You, you never do any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I'll do it tonight. Or tomorrow, maybe next week. We'll Heck, see. I don't even post the episode anymore. I'm just too lazy. All right, well, let's think about this, Jordan. Do you have a trivia question for us, or 
trivia question. Oh, I should really remove those, or I should actually look them up. No, I don't have one. Producer right. Tim, you got anything? No. Trivia <laughs> question: um, Halloween. Really quick. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Just you could see what we're working with. You could find something probably pretty easy if you Google searched. Yes, exactly. So, as we fill time. Who's going to be our next guest next week? What should we talk about next week? I was That's thinking the, we should talk about uh, political movies. Tonight, next week's the election. That, so. that makes sense. Just, just in time. Just in time for the election. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Who's our most like perfect candidate for that? Any recurring guest that makes sense? Mm, Lawyer Dan. Dan would be good. Um, I think Alex would be good. I think either of the teachers oh any three of the teachers Fatima would be good yeah we got right, here's your trivia question here's your trivia question whoever's the closest by mileage is the winner um, okay. where is the world's longest ha- haunted house longest longest I guess in oh man do I have to give you a specific town or can I say a state longest you can, well, if you guys if if you guys guess the same state, then you gotta right. give me a city. Owen, in Owen, don't pick the same state. I'm gonna say Nebraska because <laughs> just <laughs> that'd be that weird. would be a place. They got a lot of like, cornfields to. Like, oh my god, that's a, that's a good thought. Uh, I'm gonna say Texas, just because they're like bigger, better Texas. <laughs> okay. But then, again, but then again, they probably think Halloween is like against against God or something. Yeah, I have to look up. I have to look up who's closer. So the actual answer is um, Lewisburg, Ohio. It is three thousand three thousand five hundred sixty-four feet long and located eighty feet underground. So wow. Texas to Lewisburg is about eighteen hours, and Nebraska is probably shorter than that. Yeah, it's got to be. I don't well, know. I guess it depends. I guess it, I guess it depends on where in Texas and where in Nebraska. But yeah, no, that's that's all Jordan. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So Jordan wins. So Jordan, give us your shout-outs first. Ohio. Uh, Shout-out to all the little pumpkins. Yes. Yeah. All of them. That's, that's uh, like three. three but yeah, that's all three shout-outs. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. Because why would I do anything else? I get made fun yeah. of. That's what I was going to say. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. Like, you guys all the grays. Um, what are the odds? Like, isn't that crazy? All with them? Wow. Two and a half weeks, yes. Yeah. Hey, future guests of the show. <laughs> Possibly. Tell them to subscribe. We'll have them on next week. Yes, kids TV show soon enough. Cocoa Melon. It's on Netflix now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have watched so much Cocoa Melon with My Little Pumpkin. Oh, my Cocoa goodness. Cocoa Melon. It's great. It's great she actually sound. says it now. She's like, <laughs> she'll, like, walk up to the TV and go, Cocoa. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely do an episode for that because I know through my <laughs> so like we say every episode, boo, boo, <laughs> bye, bye. Goodbye, everybody. Guess what? I was secretly an undercover rock star this whole time. You can subscribe to Distraction anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you leave a review. Our voiceover guy still isn't getting paid. Wait, I'm not?